0: What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story. So please tune into that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information. Please consider being part of the subscription. It's only $1.99 and it's definitely worth it. So join in. Let's get to the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. And I've got an interesting one here for you tonight. I'm going to talk a little bit about the collective unconscious, near-death experiences, and remote viewers, and the potential for unlimited knowledge about what's going on with the alien agenda, what's going on with life after death, and why we're all here. It's a lot to uncover, it's a lot to unpack, and it all plays a role together. And it's something that I've done in my research over the last 30 years, um, just gathering all this information and seeing how it all plays together. So imagine for a moment that either you are a remote viewer and have access to basically the Akashic Records, which are the records of everything that's ever happened uh, and everything that will happen, or you pass away and you're resuscitated. Now, regardless of your beliefs of the afterlife, many people state that when they have passed away, either on the operating table and come back or any other variety of near-death experiences, they have what's called unlimited knowledge at one point. So what happens is, is that they come out of their body, they have they kind of see what's going on with the accident or on the operating table, and then what happens is if they progress far enough into the out-of-body out experience and the near-death experience, they get to a point where they have complete clarity and they're able to understand anything they want to with the mere thought of being interested in it. Now this is very interesting because it plays true in this 3D life that we're living in. If you have a thought about going to Egypt or a thought about going to Europe or a thought about going down the street, you can get there. It's going to take you a little bit of time, but you can get there, and it starts with a thought. Now the same thing happens when you die. If you have a thought or an interest about anything, you have the entire universe of knowledge available to you during this particular moment once you cross over. The same thing is true for remote viewers who are remote viewing items and objects and secret submarines and Mars for the government. They have unlimited knowledge. All they have to do is be able to focus on it to obtain it. So the reason I bring this up is because it it plays true to our interest in aliens and what is really going on with their agenda and, and what's happening. So imagine, the next time you have a friend that, uh, you know, comes back from the dead, ask them if they've learned anything about aliens, um, especially if they're a ufologist, right? It would be interesting to find out if they gained any information or were allowed to bring him back. Now, we do have Joseph McMoneagle, who was remote viewer number one, and he was able to remote view Mars in 1984 and to see the Martians there. He was able to remote view um, the one of the intergalactic space stations um, run by uh, the reptilians. And he was able to basically be there in second body, in his astral body. What was very interesting about uh, about this particular experience, Joe wrote in his book... He stated that the reptilians knew he was there, that they are aware of subspace or astral body uh, entities being around them. They have that sense, which is really interesting because really what you are, you're kind of a ghost, and they're able to sense that. So what's really interesting is these guys, these reptilians, would be able to sense ghosts. because really ghosts are just on another plane another another realm, but still on this this kind of same geographical area, right um, they're just in a different uh light sensitivity perspective. there's only so much that we can see on the light spectrum, and they're apparently a little bit better than we are in being able to see on that light spectrum so luckily for them, but unluckily for us, we can't see that we can't see ghosts clearly unless they try to present themselves. Um, But what this has to do with us in particular as ufologists is it's very interesting to understand how the Akashic plays into our roles as ufologists and and, uh, UFO researchers in trying to understand the alien agenda and understand where we're going. What's also fascinating about many of the folks that were in the remote viewer project right center center lane Grill flame whatever you want to call it project stargate um, joe said that many individuals were tasked with looking into the future and seeing past the year 3000. three thought the year three thousand seemed to hold some sort of significance for a lot of these remote viewers and when tasked with doing so and by, by task, I mean they're given a, a, an envelope with a number on it. They don't know what's in the envelope. Inside the envelope is written the year 3000 Earth, right? So that they know, So that their subconscious knows what to take a look at. But they don't know what they're actually looking for. All they know is they're trying to see what's in envelope number 371. And it goes into their subconscious. And that's how it's a double-blind experiment. So he said most of the remote viewers that were in the Project Stargate were unable to see past the year 3000. So does that mean that we don't have anything past the year 3000 here on Earth? Does that mean that there's going to be uh, an ecological event or an environmental disaster that we cause or uh, an all-out alien war that blows up the planet like they almost did with the dinosaurs? Or does it simply mean that there's some sort of universal block on being able to see past the year 3000, that was Joe's perception and Joe is one of the best, if not the best remote viewer uh, in the history of our world, basically, um, at least our knowledge of remote viewers. Um, so he felt like there was some sort of block or some sort of inability to see past the year 3000. He he didn't say that there that Earth didn't exist, but he did say that there was some sort of block. So why would there be some sort of block? It seems like if you if we're able to access almost all information, why would there be a block on the year 3000? That's the question that I have. I don't know if you guys have any other suggestions, ideas, theories, but it seems like if there's a block, there's a reason for it, right? It's just the same as any other block or lock you would put on anything else. It's all for security. So that's that, there must be some reason uh, in regards to security that there is a block at that point. So regardless of the year 3000 block, we do have inherently the capability to become psychic. All remote viewers have stated this. We all have the capability to be able to see into the future, to be able to see into our own future, to be able to see into Earth's future, to see into the past. And we are basically the ultimate time machine. Our bodies and our minds are capable of much more than what we think they are. And a lot of us know that. A lot of us just don't know how to access it. And a lot of it it has to do with meditation, um, with using binaural beats to hemi the brain. And to be able to utilize what probably aliens are using. They're hemisyncing their brains. They're increasing their brain pans, their brain capacity, the the, the size of their brains so that they can utilize them uh, to perform what appears to be feats of magic like telekinesis, telepathy, and so on and so forth. It's not magic. It's merely manipulating an energy field that already exists right here in front of us. We are just too unevolved or too busy with our daily lives to be able to focus on our spirituality enough to get to that point. All we really need to do is to stop all the crazy stuff that we're doing, focus more on our spirituality and our capabilities as human beings, and meditate, focus, get into the right brain brainwave state, states, uh, find peace, find tranquility uh, among us so that we can evolve. And I think that's, that's the trick, right? Is that, Human beings are just so so war focused. We're always focused on the next war. We're always focused on our security. We're always focused on defense. That we haven't been able in the history of man to really have enough peace to focus on our spirituality. To focus on moving forward and progressing ourselves to the next level. And that's what all these alien civilizations are doing. They're all engaging us and they're all stating that we need to focus on evolving our spirituality to be focused on helping our our brother man, our fellow man, uh, more than 51%. Um, And then maybe we'll be able to evolve to have access all the time to kind of the Akashic Records or at least a percentage of what will be our future, right? Imagine if you had... Uh, if you've ever seen that movie Next with Nicolas Cage, imagine if you had the capability to look into all possibilities in your near future uh, for the next you know few minutes, few hours, few days, few weeks, few months, few years, and to see all the possibilities and then follow the one that's going to lead you down the path that's going to be most successful and beneficial. The potential is there. It's just that we have to be able to focus our thoughts, focus our patterns of thoughts, to be able to create and realize these ideas that we have for our future. That's why we talk about, you know, how, do, where do you envision yourself in five years? And most people have no idea and, and and no goal. It's because we're so focused on today that we can't think about tomorrow. So we need to get there. We need to get there and we need to focus ourselves, our families on, you know, focusing on peace and focusing on tranquility and, and and love and comforting each other so that we can get to that next evolutionary stage we got to stop playing this game you know the, the game that we're in of just barely staying alive paycheck to paycheck we got to focus on evolving spiritually and evolving the next uh generation and the generation after that because soon enough there won't be any generations left um You know, it's just going to be, nature's going to take its course. We're not going to have enough resources to to survive. And I think that's what the aliens have been telling us this entire time. You're running out of resources, you're killing your planet, and you're not spiritually evolving yourself enough. So that's what I'm trying to give you guys, kind of an an overall view of what's out there. You guys probably already know this, and that's great because I know you guys do your research. But, you know, when you think about near-death experiences, you think about the, their capabilities of, of having all thought of any time period available to them as soon as they leave the physical body. Well, imagine being able to do that while we're still here, not having to go through near-death experiences, but but to be able to do that through uh, meditation and through the binaural beats and to have remote viewing capabilities, astral projection capabilities, and to be able to have that information and to become more of a peaceful person because we have that information. That's the true way to ascension. So anyway, food for thought, guys. Wanted to throw that out for a podcast. I hope you guys enjoy that. If you're looking for binaural beats, just type them into YouTube or type them into Spotify. There's all kinds of different beats um, that you can listen to that will help you get into a uh, meditational state that will help you have an out-of-body astral projection experience. Um, some beats are heavier than others, and some people like that. Some people like softer beats. But really, you want to keep it simple and just sit there and with your headphones. You have to listen through headphones because that's how you do the hemi-sync. Um, it puts in one frequency in one ear, one frequency in the other, and just try it and see if you have any luck. You'll begin to feel vibrations in your body, and that's when you know that you'll you're st- you're starting your astral projection journey and uh, you have to let go. You have to let go of your preconceived thoughts of having to be in your body to be able to be more than your body, to know that you are more than your body and to convince your brain that you are more than your body so that you can move out of your body and have this kind of experience. And maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to find out more about uh, the alien agenda as well as why we're here and what the universe entails, and what the spiritual realm entails. And it's going to be fascinating to find out more and more as we grow spiritually. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully you guys are uh, evolving, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, taking care of yourselves. Um, You got to take care of your physical body, you have to take care of your mental uh, uh, awareness, and you have to take care of your spiritual uh, ascension. And then you also have to take care of those around you. There's a lot of responsibilities in life. Um, But I hope you guys are engaging in some hobbies too. Um, Maybe drawing, maybe going for a walk, maybe shooting some hoops, maybe uh, bird watching, um, watching your favorite show, you know, whatever it is. And then as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.